So how do you handle haters? You know, that's the question we're asking today. How do you deal with the haters in your life? Uh, because this is something you're going to face, especially if you're a man who's going after a dream, uh, you're trying to do something spectacular on this planet, they're going to be haters. And some of the haters might not might be people who you think are your friends. You have to be extremely careful. So this episode is specifically dedicated to that, helping you to identify haters and figure out how to handle them. All right, so let's do an intro for this episode. This is an episode of the Dominant Man podcast. My name is Coach Moja, and this is the channel where I help young men from the ages of 18 to 40, wildly ambitious young men from the ages of 18 to 40 to identify and live their dream. A little bit about myself. I'm a hyperpolyglot who speaks eight languages. I have a bachelor's degree in pure mathematics. I'm a chess player who's in the top 10% of chess players worldwide. I'm a professional chess player. That's my career, my dream. And I work as a live your dream coach, which means that I help men to identify and live their dream. So enough of this. You didn't come here to hear about me. Let's dive deep into the topic for today of the Dominant Man podcast. So this is really for men, right? I'm interested in men. That's my passion. How to helping men to excel. Because I know, look, the society is run... Basically, you know, if you look at the way society is, it was made by men. We made the roads, we made electricity, we made the mobile phone, we made the internet, we made uh, piping systems, we made everything. The building, all the products used are made by men. So why I'm really interested in men is because I know if I can help a man, even you, just if I could help you to achieve your dream, I'll have a tremendous impact on, on society, right? So... That's why men are so important because men create society basically. So let's jump into this, right? So here's the first thing you want to do. You want to differentiate between friends and enemies. This is very important. You see, in chess, I mean, I'm, I'm a chess player myself, right? So in chess, there are two forms of attack. We have direct attack and we have indirect attacks, right? Covert, you could say. There are direct attacks and indirect attacks. If I came at you with a gun or a spear, you, it's easy for you to identify that I'm an enemy, and so you have a way to fight me. But you see, if, 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 it, if it's not clear to you that I'm your enemy it's, and you don't identify me as an enemy, it's very hard for you to fight against me, right? That's why direct forms of fighting, um, uh, indirect forms of fighting could be way more dangerous, actually way more dangerous than a direct form, right? Of course, this, this, this ties into women, of course, why you have to be careful with women because women fight covertly. They're not as physically strong as you are. So they can find other ways to fight you and take you down, very deadly ways. And you might not even realize that they're your enemy, right, in disguise. Right? No, I'm not saying all of them are, but this is how, this is how women fight, by necessity, because they, they can't fight you physically. So they can wear you down with criticism and so on and negativity. Uh, it's very subtle, but before you know it, you're completely on the ground. The most powerful men in history were taken down by women, right? Just go to the Bible. Samson was taken down by a woman. So anyways, uh, the reason I bring up women here is because of a covert, right? So you want to, it's not always obvious who your enemies are and who your friends are. So this is the first thing you have to identify. But before we even go deep into that, a natural question to ask is, hey, what's a friend? What's an enemy? Here's a simple uh, definition I got from the late Dr. Miles Monroe from the Bahamas. If you haven't checked out his content, be sure to do so. So Dr. Miles Monroe said, a friend is anybody who moves you towards your dream. And an enemy is anybody who moves you away from your dream. And so this is a simple way to know it. If there's anybody who's moving you towards your dream, it's your friend. 
if there's anybody who's moving you away to enemy and you don't always know right I, I mean it wasn't until i began to carefully study who are my friends who are my enemies that i realized that i had certain enemies that i did not know right? so you want to be very very uh, very very careful so check check among your acquaintances the people you spend the most time with uh, maybe family members friends your girlfriend your wife your kids whatever just pay attention to all of them and ask yourself the following question are they moving me towards my dream or away from my dream are they encouraging me to excel or are they discouraging me from excelling if anybody is discouraging you from excelling uh, and maybe most of the time when you meet with them let's say you also want to check the following idea you want to one way to know if somebody is your friend or your enemy is to see how you feel after interacting with them let's say out of 10 times when you interact with this person how do you feel if most of the time after interacting with a person you feel worse than when before interacting with them that's an enemy right and if there, you have certain people who you always feel better after interacting with them that's your friend right so for example and this is true for people you meet physically but also people on social media influences and so on so for example when you, you'll notice that if you watch uh, if, if you listen to this podcast right you come out feeling better than when you started right my clients always tell me this i always feel better every time i meet you i feel better i feel more confident that means i'm their friend i'm a true friend and some of them are their only friend because everybody else is trying to drag them down and so don't underestimate this factor right so you want to figure out who your enemies are and i mean sometimes there is a proverb i think a nigerian proverb at least i saw it in a movie that says the finger that scratches the eye is the one that's closest to it right so i mean you have many fingers the one that's going to scratch the eye is the one that's closest to the eye what this means is that uh, the people that do you the most harm are the ones that are closest to you so you want to look at your parents you want to look at your brother your sister your children your wife your girlfriend right that's if you want to be hyper successful sit down and ask yourself are they my friends or my enemies are they moving me towards my goals or not do i feel better after interacting with them or do i feel worse do they encourage me or do they discourage me right once you determine that they discourage you you feel worse you need to realize this is an enemy that's already a victory if you can recognize people in terms of enemy and friend that's already a tremendous victory because now you can begin to plan right and then we'll talk about uh, the kind of things you need to do under such conditions so by the way i just like to remind you right so for a limited time only i am meeting with uh, i am meeting with uh, for 30 minutes right uh, with with the uh, with with audience members so if you maybe have an enemy in your life or you don't know who your friends or enemies are and i mean you you're having difficulty achieving your dream fulfilling your purpose in life or you don't know what it is then for a limited time only i'm offering a free live your dream now coaching session in this 30 minute powerful coaching session you and i will work for free one on one and we'll identify what the hidden challenges are that are stopping you from achieving your dream we'll identify what your dream is and you leave the session renewed re-energized and inspired to finally make your dream into a physical reality to take advantage of this be sure to shoot me an email my email is in the description of this episode so we've we've covered the first thing differentiate between friends and enemies i mean when i did this exercise i realized that some close relatives to me were actually my enemies and for years i've never noticed that they were enemies and now i knew okay this is an enemy so either i need to minimize contact or i need to get away completely 
right? So you want this, this is this this is very very important, especially like uh, I mean, especially if you're living with a girlfriend, you want to be extremely careful. If you're living with a girlfriend or a wife, somebody like that, you want to be careful, right? Especially look, I mean, this in particular relationship between a man and a woman, girlfriend, boyfriend, or husband, wife is too intimate. Think about it. This person is on the bed next to you every single day. Right? That's tremendous. I mean, I've never been in that situation, actually, like uh, where I was living with a woman and she stayed with me, whatever, and we lived in, we stayed in the same bed. It's too weird for me. I don't do that. I mean, we, we will have sex, but you're not going to sleep next to me in my bed. That for me, it's uh, too, it's, it's too, too invasive, my own opinion. But anyways, I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, right? You're a man. Think for yourself. But what I'm saying is that relationship is tremendously close, right? So, I mean, you might be the strongest man on the planet. You might be freaking Samson. You might be super strong, a strong man, the strongest man on the planet. But if you're sleeping next to a woman uh, every day and you spend days with her and you text her all the time and you talk all the time um, and uh, she's discouraging, she's negative, she doesn't believe in your dream, she questions you, she doubts you, she criticizes you, that is tremendously dangerous, man. Over time, that will wear down even the strongest guy and your, your dream will never manifest. You'll never accomplish your purpose on this planet. So it's in, especially in such a situation, you want to be careful. If you have a girlfriend or a wife, be able, please identify them in terms of enemy or friend. Right? Are they moving me towards my dream or not? Do they encourage or discourage me? And so on. And take appropriate action, whatever that might be. You might have to leave. Right? I mean, in my view, it's better to stay alone than to stay with a discouraging person, right? Uh, or sometimes you can't go away. Like, let's say the person, right? The, the person that's discouraging you, let's say it's a close uh, family member, like a dad or a mom or a child of yours. It's hard, you know, you can't fully cut them out maybe. Or maybe you can, right? So actually, that, that's a story I learned from uh, Dan Pena. You know, Dan Pena is an influencer too. He was talking about... Uh, I was telling guys, look, what you want to do first, if you want to succeed, change your phone number and only give your phone number to people who are positive and encouraging and moving you towards your dream. And then on your old phone number, on your old phone, leave a voicemail, right? Answering machine saying, uh, look, I'm making changes in my life uh, and I'm cutting out all the negative people. So if you, if you, if, if you don't have my new number, it means I don't want you in my life, right? So he told people to do that, but of course he was sure nobody's going to do it. <clears throat> but some guy who was really desperate to succeed actually did it. So he created a new number and his mother didn't have the new phone number. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's pretty interesting, right? Um, and, and you want to think about this. Uh, I'm not saying you should do that, right? I'm not telling you what to do. Think, think and figure out what works for you. Yeah, it might not be a bad idea to cut out relatives completely, right? But if you can't, then you want to minimize contact, right? If somebody is discouraging, a discouraging parent, why don't you meet them once a year, once every two years on Christmas? And maybe you stay for 30 minutes to 40 minutes and you have an emergency call, you got to leave. It's important to do this because, I mean, your whole point of coming to this planet is to fulfill your purpose, to do, you have something spectacular to do on this earth, okay? So... Anybody that is stopping you from achieving that purpose is really your enemy. And even if it's a closest relative and so on. And sometimes people who are not even your relatives, strangers can be more friends to you than people you grew up with, right? 
I think in the Bible they talk about, uh, I think, I don't know if it was Jesus or somebody like that who said a prophet is never accepted in his own hometown, right? A great person is not going to be accepted by the people closest to him because they think they know him, because they think they understand him, because they think they know what he can do and what he can't do and so on. So be careful. All right. So that was a pretty long explanation of that point. The next point is this. We're going to, we need, you need to recognize the pernicious effects of criticism, right? Uh, and when we talk about pernicious, we're talking about something that's very harmful, but maybe harmful in a subtle way or a gradual way. And one of the worst things is criticism. In fact, I think Dan Pena mentions that there is no such thing as constructive criticism, right? All criticism is bad, the way he puts it, right? So uh, the reason for that is that criticism drives limitations. One of the reasons why you have low self-esteem, why you haven't accomplished anything great in your life, why you keep getting the same mediocre results over and over again in your life is because of criticism. Maybe your parents criticized you a lot, some relatives, some girlfriends, some so-called buddies of yours criticized you too much. They tell you what you're not capable of, or you'll never mount anything, you can't do anything right, you're clumsy, you're not that smart, you're an idiot. And sometimes they'll criticize you in a joking fashion. It doesn't matter whether they're joking or not. In fact, I mean, somebody can really destroy your life through jokes, mocking you, making fun of you. And the worst thing is if you join them in laughing at yourself, don't do that. Don't do that, right? So criticism is very dangerous because it drives limitations into your subconscious mind, right? It's, criticism cre is basically changing your belief system, right? So for example, if somebody, let's say, Let's say your girlfriend calls you an idiot and at work your boss calls you an idiot and people keep calling you an idiot and you don't take any action about this, you're gonna believe that you're one. Once you believe that you're an idiot, you're never gonna amount to anything because you're gonna fail to do things that you can do. You're gonna find a way to screw up everything that you do. This is probably part of the reason why you've screwed up everything because people have told you that you're average, they've told you you're below average, they've told you what you're good at, you're not good at this, you're good at, you're good at writing, you're terrible at math and so on. Criticism is so terrible, right? You wanna get away. In fact, this point is so important, I can't emphasize it enough, criticism. I mean, for example, the people I work with, I, I always find a way when I'm dealing with people, let's say clients, I, I never criticize them. This is one of the things, I, I didn't know this before, right? But when I was a kid, I was criticized a lot. And it took me years to understand the effect of it and figure out how to undo the nonsense that was criticized in me by so-called relatives and I don't know, relatives, uncles, parents who apparently thought they were building or building my life or helping me out. They were actually destroying it, right? So too much criticism, right? And I experienced this also. When it comes to this, I learned this lesson deeply, right? And I, and I changed my approach to dealing with people completely, right? So for example, when I'm working with my clients, I, I, I don't criticize them. It doesn't mean that I let things slide, no. If something is done incorrectly, I let them know. But I never criticize them. I never make uh, statements that are like kind of permanent statements. Uh, you always make mistakes. Uh, you're a quitter. You're a failure. You'll not amount to anything. No, no, no such stuff like that. I mean, you have difficulty doing things on time? No, I don't say that, right? So I'll find a way to get the message across to get you to improve without criticizing you because you wanna build people up, not tear them down, right? So you wanna be very careful. So, I mean, surround yourself with people who are 
positive, people are going to pro, people are going to help you improve. People who are not critical of you. It doesn't mean I'm not saying people who bullshit you. They 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 need to tell you the truth, right? You got to improve at this. So uh, you need to change your marketing strategy. I think about it. There are two ways of doing it, right? So you could tell somebody, hey, uh, dude, you need to work on your marketing strategy because we are not meeting our targets. This is one way to tell somebody to make an improvement. Another way to tell somebody is you suck at marketing, right? The second one is destructive. You might say, oh, I mean it with the best of intentions. It's destructive. It's much better to, you can get people to do stuff. For example, a simple example is like with maids, right? So one of the things I've had to do is supervise, uh, supervise maids in the house, right? So when like, for example, at my apartment, a maid will come over and I got a supervisor. So obviously she's gonna do some stuff wrong. In the past, what I used to do would be to criticize them. Look, this is dirty, this is bad, and this is bad. Why do you keep doing this? And then I changed my approach completely and I began to find a way to get them to make improvements without criticism. So I'll spend like a year working with a maid or months and have never, I never criticized her once, right? So I'd be like, oh geez, um, wow, this, this table is dusty. Please be sure to clean it. Oh, wow. I can see there's some cobwebs in the corner. Uh, so next time when you're cleaning, make sure to fix that. Oh, wow, I see you forgot to, uh, you forgot to, uh, to put water, right? to put, I don't know, put water in the jerry can, drinking water, to pour some drinking water. Uh, could, you please, could you please do that? Uh, uh, don't forget, right? Don't forget, tomorrow, please don't forget to do this and this and this. And surprisingly, people, when I do that, the maids respond positively. They make improvements, they do a better job, they have a good attitude towards me and we work well in harmony and they do better, right? It, it was shocking to me to realize that I could get people to do stuff without criticizing them, right? So what you wanna do is you wanna find people like that as much as possible. I'll, I'll give you a strategy in case you're surrounded by people who are not like that. And in case you cannot really change somebody, somebody is critical and you gotta figure out how to deal with it. We'll talk about that. But so you want to be careful about criticism. Criticism is not constructive at all, right? Not at all, right? So if you have kids or whatever and you're criticizing them, you think you're helping them, you're destroying them. You want to find a way to get them to do stuff without being critical of them right? in a more encouraging manner, but I don't mean be soft, right? So as you can tell the way I am, I'm not, I'm not a soft guy, right? All of my clients will tell you I'm not soft. Right? If they're not doing something, they're going to know about it. If they're bullshitting, I'm, I'm going to let them know, right? Uh, this, is, this is bullshit, right? Uh, I think you could have done way better on this project than you did. Please put in greater effort next time. There's a way of being hard on people, but in a loving way that's not critical. You want to bring out the best in people, and you want to be surrounded by people who bring out the best in you. Because if uh, criticism will lower your self-esteem, and uh, you'll never come out, man. We'll never see what you're meant to produce on this planet, right? So I, I just have to emphasize that because it's so important. So, okay. So how do you handle criticism, right? Here's the thing. When you were a kid, you believed everything you were told, right? You believed everything you were told naturally as a kid. You come in with your subconscious mind open and your critical faculties are not yet developed. You're not able to reason yet. So whatever they tell you is true. If your dad tells you you're great at math, you believe it. If your dad says you suck at math, you believe it. If your dad tells you, oh, we are poor people, you believe it. If your dad tells you you're good for nothing, you believe it, right? So basically, that's why the people you spend time with, especially as a kid when you were younger, 
let's say from ages zero to 10, was so critical, man. If you're a failure right now, you gotta blame those people, right? They're, they're really, your parents very likely are the reason why uh, you didn't come out right, why you keep uh, getting mediocre results and not succeeding. It's, it's really gonna be your parents or whoever you spend time with as a kid, your mother, whoever, right? So of course, as a kid, I understand, you did not have the capacity to reason. Your will was not developed. You didn't know that you have a will. But now from this video on, I want you to know you have a will. The will is one of the greatest gifts given to you by the creator. Actually, the will is what makes you a creator because the will is one of your greatest gifts. It allows you to concentrate on anything. You have the capacity to accept or reject any idea, right? So somebody can make a suggestion to you, but you don't have to accept it, right? Somebody tells you, oh, wow, you suck at math. You can choose to say, I reject that idea. I'm actually great at math. I'm just in the process of learning how. Somebody tells you, you'll always be poor. You say, I reject that. I'm actually a millionaire, right? You have the capacity to reject or accept things. You can accept ideas. You can reject ideas. This is your will. Most people, and I'm willing to bet you're one of them, you, know, you never really exercise your will consciously. You just, you just allow people to dump all sorts of nonsense into your head. Your parents say stuff about you, your relatives, your girlfriend, the media tells you about how the economy is bad and you just believe it, you just accept, 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 accept. Here's the thing, if you don't reject something, you accept it automatically. So you wanna be on high alert. If a broke person is telling you how to be rich, you should reject everything they're telling you, right? If a relative, a parent who's never accomplished anything is telling you what you need to do to succeed, reject that nonsense, right? If some woman is telling you how to be a man, reject everything she says. She has no clue what it means to be a man. If anybody's telling you ideas that don't move you towards your dream, you can reject them. So play the accept, reject game. When I learned about my will, I, did, I, be, I began to play the accept, reject game. So whenever a thought comes into my mind, if the thought doesn't move me towards my goals, I mentally reject it, right? So somebody, I mean, when somebody's talking to me, I'm playing the accept, reject game. Right? If they say anything negative, I don't believe I reject it, right? For example, one of the things I'm working on was losing weight, right? So of course I've lost a lot of weight at the rate of one kilogram a week, tremendous weight, weight, weight change, right? I'm putting on t-shirts I've never been able to put on before. And there was once a so-called good meaning person was telling me that, oh, well, I mean, your diet is not helping yeah, you, 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 you're staying at the same level. You're not improving at all. I rejected that idea immediately. I mean, I didn't tell her. I didn't tell her that I reject the idea. I just said it mentally, right? You can say whatever you want to say. I have a choice. I don't have to accept it. And basically your life right now is a product of the ideas you've accepted and the ideas you rejected. So if, if you're surrounded by people who are critical and you have no way of changing your environment, then I want you to be on high alert, play the accept, reject game. Whenever you get, whenever a suggestion is made to you, ask yourself, is it moving me towards my goals or not? If it is, accept it. If it's not, reject it. This is how this this is how it should go. And as you can see, man, my stuff is well thought out. If you haven't subscribed already, subscribe now, right? Subscribe now to the channel. Or if you're listening to us via audio podcast, then of course be sure to you know follow us or subscribe depending on what app you're using. Here's the next thing you need to do, change your environment. So this is the other thing uh, that you need to do, right? Uh, in terms of, so here's the thing, right? Uh, broke people, failures, 
do not consciously choose the environment. They just hang out with anybody. If somebody wants to hang out, they hang out with them. But a successful person, a hyper-successful person such as yourself, is not gonna, he's gonna choose his environment carefully. Check billionaires, check, check, I don't know, kings, the greatest of the greatest in whatever field, you're gonna find that they, they're very selective about who they spend time with, right? They say you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And that includes people whom you listen to on social media, videos that you watch, books that you read and so on, right? So what you wanna do is you wanna pick your environment carefully, right? For example, I select my environment carefully, right? And sometimes, uh, certain, not everyone, like, I mean, obviously if somebody is negative and discouraging, you wanna get them out of your environment. If somebody is critical, you wanna get them out of your environment, right? So for example, I mean, my dream is in the area of chess. I have two, I have two coaches. And one of the coaches I realized recently that is very critical of me, right? I realized that the coach does not believe in me and my ability to do great stuff in chess, right? So once I realized that, I made the decision that I'm going to work with this coach for two weeks and then they're fired. I'm going to get a coach who believes in me, who can see my potential. I can see my potential and I want to work with people who can see my potential also. If he can't see it, fire him, get somebody who does. And if that one doesn't see it, fire him until we get somebody who does. And if there's no one who believes in us, we fire all of them and we believe in ourselves and we make it happen, right? So changing the environment is very important. This is why I'm saying it's better. If you're afraid of being alone, don't be. It is better to be alone than to be surrounded by discouraging people. In fact, I'm willing to bet, look, if you have a discouraging environment, if you're surrounded by a bunch of losers, average, mediocre people, I'm willing to bet that if you moved into your own apartment, your own apartment where you are alone, you'd be surprised how much more successful you'll be without anybody suggesting negative ideas to you, all right? So make sure to change your environment. You can change your environment by physically moving away. And by the way, before I even talk about deeper into changing environment, I mean, sometimes when I say change environment to minimize or eliminate contact with certain people, I'm not saying that uh, you should only do this for people who are bad or people who are critical. Uh, sometimes there are people who are nice people. You enjoy being around them, they're fun, but they're not ambitious. They're not going anywhere. They have no big visions for their life. They don't improve you in any way. Whenever you interact with them, they ask you questions. You never ask them questions. Even such people, such nice people should be at the very least, minimize contact or eliminate them completely for your, from your life because they're not moving you towards your dream, which means they're moving you away from your dream in a sense, right? So, because if you're not advancing, you're retreating, right? So what you wanna do is even these people, you wanna minimize contact to cut them out completely, right? You wanna spend your time with people who are ambitious, people who want to do something great, people who, are, people who have greatness on their mind, those are the people you want to interact with. So that's another way. So, sometimes I, I do that too, right? So there are certain people who would like to interact with me. I don't interact with them that much. It's not that they're bad people. They're nice people. I have fun with them. But I notice, I look at them, and I can see they're going nowhere. I can see that in 10 years, their life is going to be worse than it is now. And so I say to myself, I'm not going to spend time with this person because they're going to infect me with mediocrity. So I'm going to cut them out now, or at least I'm going to meet them once every, once every year, once every four years, et cetera. Okay, 
here's another way to change your environment. You can change your environment physically, but now thanks to the modern age, we have access, we, we can also alter our environment through books and through podcasts and through videos like this. So for example, there are very simple things you can do. Let's say you listen to this podcast every single day for an hour, right? Like you're listening to me right now or you're watching this video right now. I am part of your environment in this moment, right? And you can tell that I'm a good environment because I'm helping you to achieve your dream, right? So if you listen to me and then you listen to other positive people like me, what's gonna happen is it's, it's gonna be the equivalent of let's say being surrounded by billionaires and hyper successful people, right? So naturally that, that, that will put you in a positive state of mind and help you to prosper and succeed, right? So this is one thing you can do, right? Uh, if you're really in a negative environment, make it a point to spend at least an hour, 90 minutes, two hours a day, listening to positive people such as myself or anybody else that you pick, somebody who's encouraging you to be great, somebody who's encouraging you to manifest the genius that you have that uh, stored within you. Uh, all right, dude, uh, actually, I, this was supposed to be a short episode, man. I've talked too much. God damn it. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe already. If you need to chat with me, be sure to send me a message and do it quickly because I don't have too much time. Um, and uh, right. Uh, I mean, after a certain point, I can't accept any more people, right? Because I, I, I do I do have to achieve my dream. But I would like to talk to you about your dream. So send me a Send me a message, huh? uh, send me an email. My email is in the description of this video. Uh, and uh, for limited, uh, so we're available on audio podcasts in case you don't like to watch videos. And we're on pretty much every app except for Apple Podcasts at this time. You can use the Radio Public app, Audible. We're on the Audible app, you're on Amazon Music. Just look for the, Relent, uh, the Dominant Man podcast and you'll see us there. All right. Uh, thank you very much for watching this uh, episode. Uh, I hope it was, and listening to it, I hope it was of value to you. And uh, I hope to catch you in the next episode. Bye.